0: Hello everybody, welcome back to the Gamer Life Podcast. Today I'm talking with Kolo, who is also a streamer. He's been a guest in the ACG Podcast. He's a personal trainer, amongst other things, in real life. So we actually spent quite a bit of time talking about nutrition and what are some tips that the average Joe can adopt to feel better, feel a little bit healthier and take steps towards being a better version of yourself without necessarily committing to an Iron Man regime which, let's be honest, most diets nowadays ask that of you. And from there, we go into Outriders, which we're both very excited for. Kolo has played north of 30 hours of the demo, so he has a wealth of knowledge to share about the game, the different classes and his experience with it, expectations. And we talk a little bit about what we want from the game, and we'll be doing co-op streams on that as well, so something to look forward to. And with that, I give you... Kolo Kolo welcome how are you man hey
1: I'm, I'm doing good man um been been busy lately with with a little bit of uh work i've been doing a lot more trainings uh but and and nutrition but but I'm good, I'm good. Uh, I'm kinda, I kind of feel bad for not streaming as much as before, but uh, I'm planning to get back to it as soon as I uh, move to a different th- flat, because that's also in the works. How about yourself?
0: Yeah, I'm doing great, and uh, I, I had a very specific reason to have you on today. It's very tactical, because yes. you, you play the shit out of Outriders in the demo right and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited as well for the release so i wanted to kind of hype up the game a bit for for people here who are going to be you know a part of the streams as well and uh, mm-hmm. maybe talk to them a little bit more into detail you know like gameplay wise because you're someone who can kind of you know you, you notice a lot of those details for for gameplay stuff and you've played a lot so i kind of wanted to pick your brain a little bit about outriders nice. and then also on the nutrition stuff You've explained a number of things to me, and I wanted to clarify a few things, not only to me, but hopefully to, you know, the the people in chat, because I think there Mm -hmm. are many misconceptions with uh, mainly around the topic of like processed foods is what I wanted to cover. But then also like from there, some tips, right, that people can kind of take on some things to avoid and some things to look for when it comes to nutrition. So before we dive into all of that, you mentioned you're kind of taking a step back from streaming. Are you? Uh, do, do you have plans on kind of streaming next week? What, what's it looking like for you?
1: Uh, so I'm definitely planning to uh, stream a little bit whenever I move, and I'm moving on basically the end of this month. So um, basically throughout the Easter holiday, that's uh, that's going to be my plan to uh, to get some streams going uh, then, and basically you know uh, when the outriders come out, that's that's when I'll start streaming uh again yeah um, that's, that's the plan and i'm also planning to make it a lot more focused on what i'm good at which is the nutrition part of it because so far if you guys been been a part of my stream it's been like very casual you guys can basically anybody can come in and, t- and ask me questions uh, about nutrition but uh this time i'm uh, i'm planning uh, to have like you know focus streams on 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 certain topics and uh and yeah just a just a relaxed also just a relaxed atmosphere uh, around nutrition and health
0: so do you want to do like almost a powerpoint presentation where you, like you talk a about it? <laughs> yeah yeah
1: so like for the first half an hour like for example you do uh, for example you do the the talk show and then you go on to play uh, you know a, a play again yes. uh, which is like for example demons of this time so for me it would be uh, i could be having somebody on who doesn't know much about nutrition he asks me questions uh and uh, or it could be just like a presentation about some topic that uh, that I just felt was was good to talk about and then later we move on to grinding gear.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's get crack let's start on the nutrition thing and then we'll yeah. you know we'll go like a bit more I guess uh lighthearted on on just on the gaming stuff because mm-hmm. in nutrition is something that everybody, you know, everybody has a blog on what's the <laughs> what's the next big thing for nutrition or sure. you got to avoid this, you got to, you know, got to do that. But one of the big things nowadays that seems to be, I guess, common knowledge or that most people accept is that you have to try to reduce the amount of processed foods in yeah. your intake, right? Yeah. So first off, start me off I know you've explained this, but let's try to have it all in one place. Mm-hmm. Why do we need to avoid processed foods? What is it about those foods that kind of mess up your system? Um,
1: so I came across the idea of processed foods um, whenever, because I, as a kid, I, I usually would have a lot of them because uh, my mom would want to treat me. well and and uh, basically give me some candy and stuff like that. Then later, when I got into health, um, I found out that uh, there's a close link between um, the development, you can say, of uh, processed foods and like the uh, obesity uh, epidemic. And I think the 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 number one the number one thing that can really um, that these processed foods can really uh, do is is just pack on weight on onto people and then. Basically, when the the weight is packed on, uh, there's m- much more chance for uh, for other de- diseases. So they themselves, um, they don't. Um, most of them, some of them do, but uh, uh, there there are there are a couple standouts that do are that are uh, basically um, uh, they are proven to to for example give uh, give give certain um, cer- certain source of cancer, but other than that, they are mostly just like. A, secondary um a secondary weapon in uh, in like a big big scenario that makes which would be the obesity
0: so because you talked about obesity how much of that is just like you know massive amounts of sugar in everything versus processed foods
1: you know what i think sugar would be fine um the, the massive amount of sugar um but what's what's actually even more um Warring is, is the amount of different kind of, um, and you you don't really talk about this much because it's, um, you know, it's not processed into it's not processed into our brains into calories because uh, what's also in processed foods is something to keep them fresh. What the processed foods have over, uh, you know, unprocessed foods is they don't go bad very quickly. Right, they can they have a long shelf life as as they say. Um, and to keep to keep that from happening, you have to keep away the bacteria. From, the, from these foods. Um, and uh, when you uh, basically you do that by adding certain um, cer- certain um, like additives and, yeah. uh, and preservatives. and these are the things that up until I would say like five years ago we, we expected them to not do much just go through our body. Um, but now we find out that they have a massive um, massive in- input into how our uh, gut flora, uh, the, the bacteria that are in our gut that help us process food. Um, uh, and basically give us all the nutrients and energies right. and stuff like that.
0: So before, yeah. sorry, just, to, uh, sorry to cut you off, but before we yeah. go into the detail there, just to clarify, cause I see Silla asking if candy is processed food, what's your definition of a processed food, I guess, because that term gets thrown around a lot, but what makes something a processed food?
1: So I usually go by the definition from the GI society is the Canadian society of intestinal research um and they basically go by oh wait, can i actually beat it off because
0: yeah yeah feel uh, I, free I, to pull it up
1: no worries. i can never
0: I can and by never the way anything it. that we say today uh if you want more information you can uh message us in the discord and you know colo can help give sources to to the stuff that he's talking about here we won't yeah. be able to you know get to all the references or, or maybe you know quote everything so
1: Exactly. Yeah, I want to be one hundred percent fully transparent, and like all of the writing pieces and all of my work is based on uh, on like real life uh, scenarios and real life right. studies. So if anybody's interested, I can provide the the, the, the references in the Discord. But uh, so here, for example, uh, uh, ultra processed foods are defined as formulations of several ingredients, which besides salt, sugars, oils, and fats, include food steps substances. Not used in culinary preparation, in particular, uh, in particular flavor flavors, color sweeteners, emulsifiers, and other additives used to initiate sensorial qualities of unprocessed, unprocessed or minimally processed foods, and their cul- culinary preparation. So, so
0: it's additives mostly.
1: Yeah. So, what makes an ultra processed food? Uh, so, so basically, you have the unprocessed, which is the healthiest, you have the processed, uh, and then you have the ultra-processed. So the ultra-processed is the worst. And these basically, as as we just discussed, those are the ones where you have additives, which are not exactly for culinary preparation, but they make the, the food taste like something that is unprocessed or something that is very, very tasty. And then the processed is usually um, just something that has been... Um, that has been the, the the original form has been changed but these additives ha- haven't been really added so that's why i'm saying that some processed foods are fine um and uh, and we should be consuming them but uh, but basically what we sh- should be staying away from are these ultra processed foods and some of the processed
0: okay so talk to me a little bit now that we kind of know what we're talking about mm-hmm. talk to me about the effect cuz you talked about you talk a lot about I can, the
1: i can the, also give examples like uh, for example right yeah
0: sure for so, for it.
1: example, uh, we all know unprocessed is, you know, like vegetables and fruits, and dried fruit with like no added sugar, honey or oil, grains and legumes, uh, meat, poultry, fish, seafood and eggs, milk uh, with no added sugar, plain yogurt with no added sugar, nuts and seeds, spices and herbs, tea, coffee, water. Those are okay. unprocessed. Those are the, the healthiest you can you. you can say um then you have the processed uh, there's also a group two which is for culinary ingredients but i'm not gonna go through that uh processed foods is for example canned fruit uh, canned fruit and vegetables and legumes fruit in syrup salted or sugared nuts and seeds uh, salted cured or smoked meats uh, canned fish and uh, artisanal breads and cheese okay so this is the processed food. And then you have the ultra-processed food. So here you have the, uh, a nice list of uh, pop and fruit drinks, sweetened yogurt, sweet or savory packed snacks, which are, for example, cookies, uh, candies and cake mixes, mass-produced packaged breads and buns, margarines and spreads, breakfast cereals, cereals with uh, and energy bars, energy drinks, instant soups, sauces, and noodles, Poultry and fish uh, nuggets, uh, hot dogs, many ready to eat, uh, sorry, ready to heat products, uh, mm-hmm. pre-prepared pies, pasta, and pizza dishes.
0: Okay, yeah, good. So th- those are a lot of examples. I think that gives people a better idea of the different yeah. groups that we're talking about. Uh, Ferrero ultra processed. Yeah, yeah. I guess any like candy
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the form that we typically consume would be like ultra processed. Yeah. Try to avoid if you can. Um,
1: yeah so basically yeah uh, the ultra the ultra process you should be out usually I say to my clients that you should be we work our way up to removing them completely but we want to make make it so they remo- they eat them once a month or less okay um, so you can have then,
0: like a cheat day where yeah, you, yeah. right
1: there's nothing wrong with, you know, with like with uh, like one one day a month, you basically, you know, going on a on a spree on like, you know, some some sort of sweets or something like that. I don't you know, that doesn't uh-huh. really do anything.
0: So, OK, so l- let's get into some of the effects, because you talk a lot about like the 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 biome of, like you know, your intestinal the microbiome, bi- yeah. microbiome. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, I, I have no idea how that works, but I'm trying to understand the effect of, you know, eating something that's ultra processed and I, I want to say mm-hmm. it in my own words. And then mm-hmm. you can tell me if I understood it correctly mm-hmm. and you can, you know, like give more structure yep. to it. But my understanding is something along the lines of uh, the the processing done to the foods actually makes it so that it's very easy for your body to, to like, take that in. And th- there's no, like, um, energy spent from your body to, like, to take that in in some way. And that apparently is a healthy process in that... Not only do you, you know, get, I guess, less fat in your body from that food in some way because you're spending energy. But then also there are like byproducts from that process that apparently also help in, in some way or are healthy. So take that on and, you know, shoot it down if it's incorrect or maybe add detail where you think it's necessary. No,
1: I, I, I think what you just um, what you just said is 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 correct but needs a little bit more detail. Um, so, and I can add that detail in. So basically, um, I would say there are, yeah, there are like two components that are mainly harmful and that, that basically cause different diseases. Or for example, let's say mainly obesity. So as you said, when you, when you process a food, you change its structure physically. Um, so for example, let's say you have a grain that you would normally cook and you would eat um but you also uh, can mill it and basically it becomes something like um uh, like a flour um like, and then out of the flour you would make the bread because you, you used the um, and that, that's like the best case scenario because then this will be like a whole uh it will be a whole grain flour because you just milled the grain the grain yeah. um so that by itself is okay, but you already change the structure of the fiber uh, because the fiber is is bound to the carbohydrates in the in the in the grain. Um, so it will be more bioavailable uh, for your for your body because that fiber is no longer attached to many of the carbohydrates, so your okay. body can just easily uh, lap them up. But when you would be eating just that cooked grain, for example, which you know obviously isn't very good, right? Like just, just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just eating cooked grain, like, yeah, no. But if you would be eating that, uh, for example, like having some o- some oats, which are decent, uh, or or some um, um, some ri- rices or stuff like that, um, then that you are eating like a fully um, like a like a whole meal in the sense of you didn't uh, mill it or you didn't uh, do anything thing to the physical structure, so all the fiber is still bound to the mm, to the carbohydrates and to the calories and so basically your body has to work for the calories so it, your, your body has to obviously your your mouth when you chew you do a little bit of the breaking down but you can never go into like the molecular level you can never go to like the the level of, for example um like a blender that, that yes. the blender can do
0: yeah
1: um so when it goes down the the shoot you basically um your body is then uh, because it cannot digest uh, fiber. Fiber just goes down to, uh, to, your, to your intestines to feed the bacteria. Um, so it needs to break away um, the molecules of fiber to, to, from something that it can actually use. And that, that itself takes calories. And also um, one of our receptors in our stomach uh, is actually uh, bound to the amount of fiber that we eat. So you, the, more, uh, the more fiber that you have in your meals, the less hungry you are overall. Um, mm. so, uh, and it's like literally when you have a fiber full meal, which is like, obviously I'm not talking about supplemental fiber, but fiber in the, in whole plants, um, you literally cannot, you cannot overeat. You can't, you, you would like literally die out of, uh, from overeating. <laughs> if, if, if you just try to, you know, put more in, like, imagine having a full meal of like broccoli, how much broccoli you, you can you eat in one sitting?
0: Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, what's up, citizens? Leave. He's eating a pot noodle. <laughs> so that's that would be ultra processed, but hey. right. Um,
1: but and and then there's the second component, which is also very important, and that that hasn't been talked uh, up until uh, talked about uh, until recently, is the fact that all these additives that you, we are eating in the ultra processed. And you know, I I I'm I, I'm also myself to blame. I, I eat ultra ultra processed sometimes as well. Like uh, you know, nobody's perfect. Right but uh what happens is as i said you have to keep away the bacteria from uh, to keep to upkeep the shelf life so basically you add you add these additives and then these additives go down the shoe and they go down to, to your intestines and they basically they do what they're meant to do in the food so they keep away the back away the bacteria they basically kill some of the bacteria in your uh in your uh, intestines and these and basically your intestines is like um it's like an ecosystem. It's supposed to be working together. So, for example, so for example, let's say some some sort of fiber comes down the shoe. One bacteria grabs it, uh, and then you know he, he munches on it, and then he uh, he outputs something else like a, like a byproduct. And then a different bacteria grabs that byproduct and munches it itself. So it's like a fully working uh, like an ecosystem down there.
0: Right.
1: When you kill um, a certain uh, a certain um, Species of bacteria, or you um, reduce their number, they are they are automatically replaced by other ones. And for example, when you eat when you eat processed, when you eat, uh, for example, stuff like again sugar, oils, and stuff like that, um, the bacteria that, that are uh, that tend to feed on those are the opportunistic and the kind of the the uh, pathogenic. I think they're called pathogenic bacteria. These are the not so good ones. So, for example. When so there's that there's that um, combination of you kill the good bacteria with all these uh, substances that they add to the ultra processed foods and then you also have these sugars and oils that feed the bad bacteria which then increase um, in um, in population and they do all sorts of stuff like they they can break the the intestinal wall and they can cause stuff like IBS which is the uh,
0: irritable the bowel. bowel
1: syndrome yeah. Yes, um, SIBO and all this different uh, stuff like that. So that's that's the second component that hasn't been talked about up until very recently.
0: So um, is it true that because this is how they market yogurt, right? That it, it, yes. it, it helps and boosts your internal uh, bacterial ecosystem. Is that a thing? So, you know, when if you get some natural yogurt, maybe you put a little honey on top to, to give mm-hmm. some flavor. Is that something you would say... Like, hey, it's going to help your...
1: 100%. Yeah, okay. Um, I, uh, I personally wouldn't advise on uh, putting lactose into our system. But um, uh, but if, if it's like the only thing that you can get somewhere where you live, I would say just go for it because mm-hmm. um, any fermented food can actually help you. And uh, basically uh, getting yogurt is basically taking milk and adding uh, cultures of bacteria to it. And these bacteria are are good. They're the lactobacillus and uh, some of the other ones that I don't remember now. But, um, and these are the good bacteria, um, right? And so basically, eating like an unprocessed, natural uh, yogurt is good for you. Um,
0: okay, gotcha, gotcha. And,
1: and and you can also achieve that with, for example, like uh, you know i might I might sound like a broken record here, but you might achieve the same thing or even healthier uh, if when you go with like a, something like a coconut yogurt or or a soy yogurt-huh uh, because then you're not getting the lactose, and uh, some of these products that are like like soy based or just plant based in general they they don't have uh, added sugar anyway so
0: but I mean as someone who does like lactose mm-hmm. products a lot, you're mm-hmm. kind of striking a a nerve. I am so I, I think a lot of us, including myself, we have the knee-jerk reaction of like don't don't take my lactose shit mm-hmm. away, uh, right? Uh, so so what is it about lactose? why are you saying hey, try to avoid lactose in general?
1: So um sixty-six percent of I think all people in the world are lactose intolerant. So more, more people than not. So if you take if you take one person, the chances that he'll be lactose intolerant is much better than if that he be
0: okay let's assume Um, for the purposes of this conversation that the the person is not lactose intolerant.
1: lactose intolerant um in that would uh, it be okay
0: to yeah in in
1: in in that sense then i wouldn't have anything against you consuming lactose
0: so it's more Um, to do with how processed it is right if it's like a highly processed lactose thing then it it kind of falls on the same lines of yeah i
1: was gonna say for example like uh, if you if you choose to eat lactose and obviously that, that that's your choice um then you know going for like a natural yogurt or some um some unf- i think it's called like unfiltered butter or something mm-hmm. like that is is better than going for some cheap butter or 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 cheese in general
0: right
1: <laughs> I, I know we had m- many conversations. <laughs> yeah the, the cheese that. don't
0: take away my cheese yeah no <laughs> i true. i understand but um So it is kind of what Silla is saying in chat is the idea that, you know, you want your body to work for the nutrients, right? And you want that process to take place. It's the same reason why it's much better for you to like, let's say, eat an orange as opposed to just drink a glass of orange juice because you're cutting the middle, man. You're Mm -hmm. getting none of the fiber, really. I mean, there's some of it in the... uh, what do you call it when when you have the little bits right in the juice? And
1: like a smoothie. Uh, yeah, a smoothie th- would be like the best case scenario.
0: Right, you got some of it there, but you know, the uh, you're getting an insane amount of just the juice without the mm-hmm. actual like physical fiber thing that which would sugar, actually. Yeah, hit, it's an injection of insulin. sugar as well. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, honestly, um, in a in a time where we would have a shortage food and we wouldn't have a lot of food processed food would be a saving grace right Uh, but in the current age when we have literally like tons of food coming into these first world world countries, i'm not talking about you know the world hunger that's a completely different thing that we we can go into the into at some other point in the future but uh when we look at the amount of food that comes into the first world countries now um it, it just makes zero sense to eat processed because we 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 just don't need this you know this this color calorically dense um right. food representing some things you know what i mean
0: yeah um, i got you it's almost like it's coming in zipped yeah oh,
1: the- yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. i know exactly <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's it's actually quite funny because the so the or, or, original like original processed food came out in about 1930s Uh uh-huh or something or some or something along the lines of you know of the first world war so uh, 1918 and stuff like that um but when the obesity started to actually take place uh, well the obesity epidemic is in 1970s and that's only because only then we found out that we can add like additives to to foods to actually preserve them and for them to not use shelf life and that's when they they started to be mass produced. uh, obviously for example so a very nice example would be something like when you have a Twinkie. You ever had a Twinkie before? Yeah. Yeah. So um when somebody would have to make the Twinkie themselves, they would be much less likely to actually make it and eat it than you know, buy a, like a like a Twinkie for less than less than a dollar right now. Um but since again they're available everywhere and they're cheap and everything it's just very easy to grab them and just uh, and and just do it so basically these like mass production um yeah. factories that's that's what's really killing us at the moment
0: so talking about like a few things that people can look for to to just feel a bit better or improve like their overall health in what they mm-hmm. eat um there's the idea of whole foods right mm-hmm. another term that gets thrown around a lot so yeah. can, can we maybe define what does what makes you know something a whole food
1: um so a whole food is something that has not been touched or has been minimally touched by so we the...
0: we would it would be in the camp of like non processed or very lightly processed
1: yes yeah exactly culture. exactly so um, yeah, again, as, as we talked before, so this would be some like vegetables and fruits, dried fruit, with right? No, no added sugar and then, and, and so on and so forth. Um, so, so, so
0: the idea is if you buy, uh, let's say, uh, uh, you know, some pasta that says like whole pasta or like whole food pasta, you should be, whole you should meal. be
1: careful. yeah, you should be careful. It should, it should say whole grain pasta, whole
0: grain. Okay.
1: Yeah. I, I currently, um, what the what what the the, the manufacturers can say is they can say whole pasta, and then doesn't mean jack anything because uh, they just said whole something. But once they say whole um, whole grain, then it means it has been made from a flour that been that's basically like a whole grain okay. flour, which is which is just grain has been milled. That's it.
0: Right. So especially for carbohydrates like pasta. It, it makes a big difference, right? If it is, yeah. let's say, whole, actually like whole grain or, or something that's not just a simple carbohydrate, Indeed. like, you know, ultra processed. Um,
1: it makes a lot of difference because as, we, uh, as you even mentioned, it, uh, it's basically, it's the bioavailabil- uh, uh, bioavailability of the right. food. When you, when you have something like massively processed and it's all, just, just all carb- carbohydrates, your body just takes it in and just soaks it up. And, uh, you know, fills in its reserves of carbohydrates. But again, when you have this uh, whole grain pasta, whole grain flour, there is some fiber still there. So your body has to do some minimal work.
0: So I tried just to, I guess, uh, talk about like a personal experience that I've had and and just to showcase how Mm -hmm. a small change can you know, make a big difference in how you feel. Yeah. I ch- I used to to have, you know, just your regular pasta and white rice, for example, and I switched to brown rice and whole grain pasta. Mm-hmm. And the change was like immediately noticeable on the day. Mm-hmm. Basically, instead of my system being shut down after the meal and feeling like I need a nap straight away. Yeah. I was able to keep going, and I had like a, a much more, let's say, regular energy release from the yeah. meal. So that's just one example where a, a small shift in what you're eating can actually help you feel a lot better.
1: Yeah, exactly. Your um, your body it takes longer than to pro- to process well to actually to the, to digest that food, so it it's released over longer periods of time. Mm-hmm. If you would eat like a bowl of white rice, it's just it just goes into right into your system uh, but when it's, when it's brown rice it has to get broken down further so there's that uh, regular and uh, and you know over time release of right the calories that's why you, you don't get the crash at the end, right exactly yeah like, like sugar with water right then you would you would you would uh, basically drink it you'd be like jittery and then like you know you'd have a lot of energy in that one single moment but then you would just crash down
0: crash hard yeah 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 so, so- one thing uh, that I also wanted to ask about is this idea of inflammation so one thing that people mm-hmm. talk about is that carbohydrates and sugar can lead to issues like inflammation. but what do yeah. people mean I don't know if you're if you if you're familiar with this but what do they mean by inflammation? What is it actually
1: so um inflammation is just some sort of a like a reaction um, in your body. Um, I never heard uh, that uh, somebody said that sugar would cause like inflammation. But um, but basically, because mainly what causes inflammation would, for example, some like if, for example, you are allergic to something, then okay. you would have inflammation because there's some sort of a reaction. It's the C-reactive protein? That's basically how you find out uh, your markers of um, of inflammation um and it's basically this your body is trying to fight something off okay um so for example uh, some people cannot for example have nuts like like peanuts right right so when they when they eat they get a lot of inflammation. they get like red skin they get itching uh you know they're they're different things that's your body trying to fight that off and and because it's like it's not used to
0: so just so I understand like inflammation mm-hmm. does it manifest itself as like your body literally kind of being swollen in some way or like your skin as you say like having some kind of irritation
1: Yeah there are, there are multiple ways it can it, it can uh, show itself so as you said it's like the skin irritation it's, it's uh, swelling of of the you know uh, of the skin of the of the limbs it could be um uh, it could be something among the, uh, along the lines of even just your um even you having a lot of gas or you um uh, or you having like a lot of bloating stuff like that that's that's also a reaction okay um when we talk about inflammation for example working out is also inflammation because you break down your muscle fibers mm-hmm. um, uh, and when when you work out you break the, you break up the the muscle fibers and you induce like this controlled uh, you can say information to your body. So your body has to go in there and fix them up and hopefully make make, it, make them stronger for the next time you work out.
0: Gotcha. Spaniard, what's up, man? Good to see what's you. What's up, man? What's up? So are there any other, like, um, I guess, suggestions or tips that you would give to people to li- like small tweaks? Like we talked about, you know, the brown rice or things to try to, tr- to trend more towards the unprocessed foods stuff like sausages is that because i know that's processed but it's still like a a meat right in some way so is is that like how how does that i kind of asked you about it yeah but something like sausages where would that fall and you know
1: so sausages are pretty uh interesting and disgusting at the same time because (laughs) uh, (laughs) um like they fall into the ultra processed because they do have additives added to them not not all of them i'm not gonna say all of them but right most. Most of the cheaper ones and uh, some of the mid-range ones uh, do get additives, so they just taste better and they lay on the shelf for longer. Um, so we have that going for them. That, uh, but processing, uh, as I, I think I told you in private, that processing a protein doesn't do as much as for for processing a, a carbohydrate. Um, it's like processing a protein doesn't make it some like more bioavailable to your body. Um, so, but what's really, really bad and why uh, these sausages are considered to be, uh, I think it's like type 1 carcinogenic is basically, or type 2, or, or I, I don't even remember anymore. But um, what do manufacturers do when they have an overload of a certain body part of an animal? So, for example, let's say they have a, they have a chicken, you know, they sold the breast, they sold the corpse, they sold the, you know, the... Um,
0: You're not going to spoil sausages for me, are you? I am ah okay, <laughs> go on, I was ready for this, you know, so
1: they 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 take some of the good meat matter, but what they also do is to not produce too much waste and not to wait not not to waste money. they just throw in stuff like whole chicken legs into them um like they they obviously they're milled and they're you know they're um they're uh gr- ground I yeah yeah, yeah, to ground um. But uh, that's why uh, sometimes in these like un- uh, in these uh, these higher end brands which don't do a lot of grinding and they don't do a lot of like additives, sometimes people find like beaks of animals and uh, and stuff like that, like teeth, or something like that. So um, that's why they're they're not good for you because they have matter which is not supposed to be ingested by our body. Uh, like we are not carnivores, we are omnivores. Um, uh we can we can definitely live on cl- clean meat but uh it depends for on for, for how long but we're not supposed to be eating these you know this tissue that is not supposed right. to be there gotcha so um basically sausages are bad because they can um, they can hide what they put inside like, they yeah. They don't show they you. They can exactly.
0: mash up a whole yeah. bunch of shit and you wouldn't know. Yeah, obviously
1: obviously I'm not saying every single manufacturer is like that. And uh, they, they are, they, there are manufacturers who are very truthful and they, they only grind the, the
0: meats and right. those are healthy. We're talking about an average pack of Frankfurters that you may exactly. pick up. It's like, who knows what's in there?
1: Exactly. It could be, it could be paws or something like that. I don't know.
0: Oh God. Okay, yeah, well, I I will need a break from sausages after this. <laughs> um
1: but you were you were asking about tips uh, what to do um so there are, there are a few things of uh, what I do with my clients for example uh, as a, as a first step is to uh, Try to get the, try to get them to think about uh, what they're eating. So I try to cu- uh, again cut out the processed foods. Like that's the number one thing that we do. Um, uh, basically, I try to make them cook for themselves more, so they they actually somehow appreciate the food more. Uh, there are very soft you can say soft uh, connected stuff to food. So for example, when you're eating, try to eat and not to do something else while you're doing it. Try to think about. Uh, the the flavors and the chewing
0: wait so you're saying i can't watch something while i mean you can i mean you can but (laughs) i'm being dramatic it's just because i do it every time so the thought of like actually just eating a meal without watching something is crazy
1: i know exactly right and and it's, it's it was the same for me but uh when i switched to having this like one meal a day when i just sit down I turn everything off. I mute my phone, and I just eat, and I just focus on flavors, and I focus on—well, um, hopefully it's a good meal. <laughs> um, but uh, I focus on flavors, and I focus on chewing, and you know how how my body feels, and when my body is full, I I notice that I just feel like a lot better. Um,
0: Bro, that's like a meditative state you go into. I is. don't think a lot of people can 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 go there while eating no say I, I, so vo- voice it in yeah. chat if, if people want to participate we can do an empirical yeah. study how many of you watch something while you eat Me. are there any of you who actually just like you know focus on your food while you eat because i agree with you i think it you know it can be very powerful to like actually appreciate the food and stuff
1: yeah and like when you for example when you don't focus on the food you, you, you just eat you know you eat you don't really uh, connect with your body exactly you listen to your body your body says i'm full and you're like you're still eating because you're still yeah. inside um so yeah that's that, that's a num- the, number one would be cut, cut out process number two would be uh, be more of a mindful eater number three would be less caffeine more more water uh, because we do drink a lot of coffee as a uh, yeah side um coffee tea um i think that well tea is better than coffee but i would still uh, prefer water over any of those um i do drink drink them myself i do drink coffee and tea right. but so it's nothing terrible but uh yeah more more water um and then so and then when i work my with my clients i go further right so i i uh, start to remove stuff like lactose and i start to remove um because also um like um, milk, milk products, just dairy in general, has some protein that can actually be re- reactive to our protein in our body, so which actually causes the inflammation, as you said. Um, so I try to cut that away, and then the last part would be to uh, cut out the saturated fats, mm. uh, which be in the meats and the uh, and the cholesterol. Um, so that, that that would be like a, like a process uh, for that I would go through with my clients. Okay, um, and and yeah there are also a, a few other things that i tell them that they can do but they you know obviously uh, it's not part of my program so for example uh mindful breathing uh, breathing is also one very important like uh, 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 that's something i'm actually getting uh, a course on at the moment nice to to teach how to uh, how to breathe more mindfully and how to use techniques to um, to get to whatever you whatever you want to be in your life
0: is that uh, something like Mindfulness meditation, or no, um,
1: uh, so meditation is completely different. Uh, med- uh, so, breathing is um, actually using your physical, uh, physical act of breathing, okay, without much vis- visualization. Um, so for example, there's that technique called Tumo, which, for example, was used by the monks in the Shaolin, um, and they basically overbreathe breathe their um, their body for for extended extended amounts uh, amounts of time um, which induces again an infl- inflammatory state to your body but it's a controlled stress so you, you control when it stops yeah and when you uh, it's kind of the same as with building muscle like you you expose your muscles to to some some sort of like a damage and tension they get repaired and then they're ready for more so that's is the
0: kind of... is the idea by the way, Chrissy hi and in uh, Rupu. it looks like people just vacuum their food while <laughs> watching something yeah. so yeah. I do the same no but but yeah I was gonna ask uh, is it about like oxygenate like hyper oxygenating your system in some way like you're breathing in uh, kind of like yeah. heavy breathing to like yeah, bring so in would, a lot of you oxygen
1: would, you would inhale. Up to your full capacity of your lungs with okay. through your nose, and then you would you would just let you you wouldn't breathe out you would just let go through your through your mouth um so basically you' so you're not emptying your your lungs uh before you take the next full breath,
0: and you do that thirty times three sets so oh, so you don't I, let out the air I'm now trying to do it so you 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 yeah, breathe so in now, right you're full yeah, right?
1: Yeah, so let's say we can do it. So I'm gonna breathe in the fully. And I'm just gonna let go. And then again.
0: Right. But you do let the air out. It's just that you don't push it out necessarily. I don't push it. yeah, exactly. Yep, I got
1: empty it. my lungs. And then at the end there's there's a very nice part where you hold your breath for two minutes. Because okay. you you over you um you indulge in oxygen and your body is like you is um goes into very alkaline
0: states wait did you date. say you hold your breath for two minutes yes i would die
1: uh, not- i mean yeah at the beginning what? at the beginning you only do it for a minute a minute and a <laughs> half but okay but the 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 idea is that you supplied so much oxygen to your system through over breathing that your body is isn't going to need you breathing in for okay. one two, or up to even five minutes. And
0: does it matter where you, you feel like you're holding the air? Because Kevin mentions diaphragmatic mm-hmm. breathing. That's something I've done for practicing singing, right? When you want to like get some strength in the diaphragm, let's say, when you're doing the breathing, are you thinking like you're, you're holding the air up here or like down here in the diaphragm? Th- does that matter? Or
1: I don't necessarily... Uh, I, That's I not just a part
0: of the exercise, yeah.
1: The uh, and actually, what Spaniard said is, is actually quite true because I've learned a lot from
0: uh, from yeah. Wim uh, so, Wim Hof has <laughs> yeah. it's a crazy dude,
1: he's a he's a crazy, <laughs> he's a crazy motherfucker, but uh, but he his his techniques really do work and really do uh, heal heal some some people. I'm not saying it's, it's for everybody, and definitely consult your doctor before, but mm-hmm. um. And like I do a lot, a lot of the stuff that he does. Um, But and actually, the inspiration to to become uh, this you know instructor for breathing for mind breathing has become uh, has come from him. Um, So, as as we were saying, coming back to the the full breath, I don't focus on any part of my body to fill it up with with air. I just go up until I cannot. uh, uh, up and basically up until i'm full in all the areas gotcha so yeah. you, know, you know in my belly in my um yeah and diaphragm in my in my lungs and... um and the last part that i would probably suggest is also ties into the wim hof uh which would be like just exposure to elements
0: cold so literally going outside and like braving <laughs> It's like some kind of storm or something it's interesting.
1: It's interesting because i'm um I'm currently dating, and it's cold in in Poland. <laughs> um, and when when I go on dates, I'm usually just and you know it's it's like it's between minus five to five. So it's it's pretty pretty damn cold. Yeah. And I'm usually in a t-shirt and and just a very very thin like a long sleeve and everybody else is like in you know in like coats and and layers of sweaters. That's
0: a power like that. move. You show up with like very little clothing and you're like I'm good. I do this. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Get>
1: boosted. <laughs> um so um so yeah, so uh, yeah, that basically you 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 start with, for example, like just standing under uh, with cold showers for thirty seconds. You start with that, and then you you wait you work you work your way up to one minute.
0: But you're then. talking past the sale. What does that do for you? Sell what does life. that
1: do for me? Um, so,
0: um,
1: in general, uh, what does it do for you? It imp- improves your um, your blood, how your your body uh, transports the blood. Um, so your body has thousands, thousands of small muscles that are supposed to close off or open up your your blood vessels. Uh, so, for example, when your core is in a in a, in a in an emergency state, for example, you know it's very cold outside, you don't have a coat, right? You start to feel tingling in your in your arms and legs, you know. For example, mm-hmm. and you start to get cold in your arms and legs, right? Um, and that's basically your body working to close off um these these uh these um blood vessels in in your uh, in your extremities or so, so your your limbs for example to keep the temperature uh, of the core up high um since we and that would be like the perfect scenario but what we do now is we put our put ourselves into clothes and the clothes basically don't allow any of that to happen so when you do and when you don't use a muscle you lose it or it becomes very weak um so for example uh when when these muscles are very weak because they they also have a function of pushing the blood through and not only closing off um your your mm, your heart has to do all the work has has to do all the pumping so obviously the heart is always the main pump of your of your blood but um so for example i i have an anecdote of myself when i started doing the the exposure to cold um i reduced my uh, resting uh, heartbeat by i think like 20 beats and i was already pretty healthy because i was already working out and i was already you know doing a lot of stuff yeah but basically because you now trained the, all these little muscles to close off and you know and work and push this blood through um now your heart doesn't have to do uh, as much of the work so it's just further prevention of for example something like heart disease and, so you know, just
0: improving your circulation overall and, yeah. yeah interesting okay so
1: as you as you as you see it comes it comes uh out to much more than just nutrition yes um, but nutrition i would say is like the 60 percent of, of everything and uh-huh. then on top of that you would have you know the 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 exposure to cold the breathing the the mindful eating the 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 exercise obviously is is also good for you um but
0: yeah well listen i encourage people to uh find colo on twitch if you want to ask him more questions because yeah, he's yeah. always doing this kind of open ama so if you want to stop in uh and ask and ask like, questions i and, can be uh, in
1: the middle of of playing <laughs> some little nightmares or or <laughs> grinding and you'll be like you know what what should i what should i eat to but to prevent x and i'll be like okay th- here's a list and i will talk to you about it that's that's how it works
0: yeah so well uh, you you can find his link there in the chat and also okay. in the show notes if you're listening after the fact in the podcast but um and also in our discord if you just want to, to have some more back and forth feel yeah. free but I'm i wanted there. to because i think we've given you know some very good applicable tips to, yeah. to real people that so. aren't committed to, to an Iron Man regime or anything, you know, <laughs> like real yeah. things, people can kind of mm-hmm. try to apply. Uh, but from there, let's go to, to fun and games. And I want to talk yes. about Outriders. Finally, so, like it, it I, I knew it was going to take us a while. So I wanted to do the nutrition <laughs> stuff first. So Outriders, give me, give me your, I guess. Rate your excitement for it from like zero to ten, going into the game release.
1: Oh, do up to eleven.
0: Up to eleven, so that's a a solid seven out of seven Corido's for people who use the Corido <laughs> scale. Um, so um, yeah, yeah. So tell was, tell me I a was... little bit about your experience with the demo because you played a ton of it. I played the thirty hour uh, thirty
1: hours of demo. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah, so <laughs> for for context there's if you're if you just want to try it out there's between 2 to 5 hours, 2 to 5 hours of yeah, gameplay yeah, yeah. waiting for you. I played 30 <laughs> because I wanted to because I was grinding for 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 materials and gear and I was already in that uh, in that loop of a gameplay. So the game from my experience is not perfect. Um but it has some very very interesting points like for example the itemization which comes Usually the itemization in games like looter shooters is usually in late game, right? Like Destiny, your guns don't fucking matter until like your, your max power level mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, then you want to find out, then you want to find these, um, uh, what are they called? Uh, no, not legendaries. Fucking. Um, these good guns, right? That they have like special right. powers.
0: Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah
1: um then you want to find those and you want to upgrade them to the maximum power level mm-hmm. uh light level rather um in here yeah thank you so much Silla. exotics, it's called ex- exotics yeah. yeah um but here as soon as you jump into the game as soon as you you hit that level two level uh, level well, level two level three you find guns which changed uh, which change your play style and you find also armor which which works with your skills and you huh. can as a pyro you can find a gun which, uh, for example, just randomly sometimes shoots ash. Uh, which, which, if you guys don't know, ash is basically how you immobilize enemies. So pyro is not really good close range, but when you can freeze people with your with ash, well, freeze you. You can stop them with ash at a distance. You can uh, you can make some some sort of things happen. So that's been really really cool with the game, where you, where the itemization comes in very early. The skills are very satisfying to use. I would say some of the animations are junky, um, but that's kind of uh, expected from, uh, from a demo, I would say. Uh, they, they can definitely work on that for, for a patch or something, or for the full release, we will see. Uh, but they're very satisfying to use. The only, the only character that I didn't really connect with was the Techno.
0: How dare uh, you? How dare you? I, I represent the techno, the techno Bros, I and I am outraged. I knew that you and Coretta would be mad at me and you, you were like, we're not going to play with this ball. <laughs> no, it's okay. I will extend an olive branch. <laughs> yes, Scylla. Yes.
1: Devastator for the win. So <laughs> yeah, my, my main class is the is the Devastator. I, I don't know. I've always... So loved, talk
0: to people but... a little bit. What What is the Devastator? What's like the main characteristics of the class?
1: So the Devastator is, is like the, the the tank of outriders. Okay, he uh, he has special abilities that make him uh, less vulnerable to to damage. Uh, he has like this big shield that he just pumps out, and uh, he catches all the boots and then he can like spray them back out at the at the enemies. Uh, and he's all about uh, he's all about manipulating the earth. he can throw out spikes, which like impale people, and uh, all sorts of cool stuff. And your gear enhances your skill your skills okay. further so for example rather than impaling one person or dealing or uh or for example you can impale more or for example like i had this build going that i could slap the ground twice he has this like called some 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 sort of like a ground slam or something like that he slams and in front of him like there's a, that big kind of like earthquake effect going yeah so i had the gear which added a second um a second charge, so I could use it twice in a row. Um, and then I also had a, another piece of gear, which for every enemy hit gave me additional armor. And then I also had additional uh, one other piece of gear that basically uh, added damage for the amount of enemies I was uh, I was hitting. So you can see how you know all these it how all this, plays together. Yeah, yeah, it all plays together, and it's it's like super fun in that sense. Even though I didn't find any legendaries. In the demo, it was still, still I think, a worthwhile mm-hmm. one for me because I was just experiencing what they have coming with the, So
0: maybe let's do a quick rundown of the other classes. Yeah. I guess since you so casually crapped on the Technomancer class, <laughs> let's go to the Technomancer, which is kind of focused on around gadgets and longer yeah. distance. Let's probably mostly snipers.
1: It's like, yeah, it's snipers. It's, exactly.
0: it's kind of your sniper class. Maybe some utility, some some support. So why the dig on technomancers? Um,
1: you know what? It's it's nothing against the technomancer, <laughs> yeah. it's just how the game is supposed to be played. Okay. As in, like the developers even stated that you're supposed to be in the face of enemies and you're supposed to be using all their like special healing abilities to stay in a fight. Like mm-hmm. this game is not supposed to be like this behind the cover. And even though technomancer isn't like um it's not like it's not like a definition of staying behind cover. It's like the the one that is most likely to stay behind cover because you know obviously you have all this all this equipment and you have uh, and you are more likely to be the sniper uh-huh. at the back of the, at the back of a team fight. So which just is, isn't fun, isn't that fun for me. I, I just prefer a different playstyle.
0: It's not. I, I get that, but I think that that's not the only playstyle. For example, the way I oh, played yeah. was uh, all around freezing people. And when I would, so I'd freeze them from a distance, right? Just Mm -hmm. toss a grenade and then uh, headshot them. And I would do this outside of cover, just kind of moving all the time, right? You just go in to aim quickly and then you keep moving. And I think if you do it like that, you can enjoy it a lot more. I agree. If you're just like sitting behind a a box and like shooting gallery, Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, I think it, it would suck, but... The AI is also likely to uh, get you yes, out no. of cover, yeah. right? So I, I don't think you can actually just sit there and camp. Uh,
1: I think it's going to be possible when you're playing with a party because you might have oh, a, son, like a yeah. Devastator and a and a, yeah, example, I could like see a Pyromancer. That. And then you would be like a third as a Techno, just kind okay. of supporting from the back. I'm cu- I'm curious to see what are the support uh, abil- abilities right. for Techno. Because I... Whenever I played pro, uh, pro eSports, which was like Heroes of the Storm and a little bit of League of Legends, um, I usually went for supports. So that kind of speaks to me. I wonder what they're going to be.
0: Um,
1: mm-hmm. So the ne- another class we have is uh, Trickster. Yeah. Um, that's my number two. I, I absolutely like him because he just jumps around the battlefield. He's a sneaky, sneaky ninja that, you know, jump, basically jumps behind people. He can slash them up. He, can, uh, he basically messes with time. He has this Super overpowered ability. I don't know what the fu- why the fuck it's in the game. He stops time <laughs> in this bubble. Bu- bullets cannot fly through, and everybody's super slow besides him. And it's nuts. It's insane. So tricksters. Uh, uh, have you played any, any trickster?
0: No, but I do. Your allies move normally in the bubble. Yes. okay. Yeah, your, your allies and everything. But
1: yeah, enemy bullets, enemy projectiles, uh, and enemies are just slowed, and they're like,
0: Whoa. yeah
1: that kind of stuff.
0: Johnny's face when you said league no no you're reading too much into it i i, <laughs> I accept league players as well okay i used to play league i don't God play league it.
1: anymore <laughs> i'm a i'm a, re- a recovering uh, addict okay
0: yeah yeah i'm a recovering dota 2 addict so you know yeah, yeah. Uh, but okay so then the other the fourth class is pyro but- so uh pyro, give yeah. us your thoughts there on the, on the Pyro.
1: Pyro I would say is like for me at least is like the most standard class. It's like the mm-hmm. middle the middle man is between the Technomancer and the Devastator. Um uh, basically you deal damage at um at mi- mid range mostly with your with your abilities. He has some cool ones like for example uh, I'm not sure what it was called but it was like some sort of like living bomb where you apply bo- apply a burn and a bomb to somebody and if they die while burning they will just explode and deal a lot of damage and it does a very very cool crunch uh, crunch action Mm. um so yeah um i think it's i think for me it will be like a class that's going to be cool to jump into after i max out the devastator and tech and trickster just to uh, keep fresh
0: yeah are there any skills that go beyond just like tossing fire at enemies is there like some depth to the skills, or, or is it a bit more just like you're in their face and like so there fire is, everywhere? Yeah,
1: I think that that was the the gist of what we have in the demo. Keep okay. in mind that we're gonna have four more skills when the game comes out. Got it. Uh, four? Yeah, four. Uh, because we we got four and there's four more coming. Um. So you. So what's cool about it is that there is some synergy. So basically, when somebody's already burning, you, you can throw in like a some some special ability to. If somebody's already burning they're gonna take like additional amount of damage and they're gonna be like slowed for a little bit so there is some synergy going uh between those but uh yeah it's kind of like a like a like like this middleman class they're kind of like the like a go to class for everybody who's like new to the game I would say
0: mm-hmm yeah yeah that makes sense okay so that's a good rundown of you know all the classes mm-hmm how did the shooting feel for you? Because for me, as someone who played the shit out of Division 2, mm-hmm. that was kind of my measuring bar that I was comparing against. Yep. So my opinion is that the shooting felt a little bit less tight, less, you know, like solid gameplay mm-hmm. wise. But there's a lot more in the game that interests me. For example, the story in Division 2 was yep. utterly forgettable for me. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you play Division 2?
1: no no i I didn't get a chance
0: but the story in this one seems quite interesting you know there's some cool sci-fi beats you have like some interesting characters that maybe you care about i don't know Mm -hmm. um so i think there's quite a bit there to fill the the gaps and yeah i I think it's a very interesting game the only thing that worries me a little bit that i saw in the demo was the the way the enemies behave sometimes is Mm -hmm. idiotic So, you know, sometimes an enemy will come for you and they're like trying to shoo you out of cover, for example. But they, at the the last moment, instead of just shooting you when they're up there, they turn around and go for someone else in the team. Mm -hmm. So like the way they switch aggro seems entirely random and makes no sense, right? You're going for someone behind cover to flush them out of cover. And when you get there oh, you turn to shoot at someone who's completely in a different position. So yeah. there, there are some issues there with AI, uh, but I want to get your take. Did you run into them or do you think that's something they can kind of patch up before the release?
1: hundred percent. I think uh, I think it's something that they can definitely mm, patch up, as you said, uh, before the release, but it depends uh, if that feedback got true to them. Right. Uh, I'm not sure if it did because I think they did make a post of like, known issues and I, I don't i don't think that was on on there on there um it's it's mainly a problem when you're playing co-op which is gonna be most of the time in that game
0: <laughs> right yeah yeah it right. only hurts when you breathe type deal <laughs>
1: <laughs> your knee hurts don't fucking
0: walk bitch. yeah yeah yeah
1: um but uh yeah i was i was just gonna say that i didn't experience it much because uh when i was grinding i uh nobody nobody was such a no-life like, like myself, so right uh, so I was I was doing it solo, but so I didn't really notice it but yes when I was playing with uh, with uh, with a, with a bunch of guys from the discord, yes, I did notice that sometimes the 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 enemies would just like shooting at you and then obviously somebody uh, would like shoot it. It was kind of weird because it was a little bit realistic because uh, from a different direction for example, curator will be shooting on him and he will turn around to shoot Correto. So sometimes it made sense, but sometimes I was like, "Yeah, this guy was just like turning to to shoot at me." And the Puerto, for example. Um, one thing I would say is that I maybe I didn't notice it as much because I the the in the late game of demo, um, the enemies perished so fucking quickly that I killed the boss within like two seconds. So, <laughs> well, so for yeah. me, like it, it wasn't like a, like a big deal at the end, but like you know what i mean
0: yeah 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 i do yeah so like, mm, go on
1: uh yeah like w- but when you get into the full game uh i i and especially like into the 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 end game expeditions i would i would expect that the uh, enemies will be much more tanky much more challenging and then it's going to it's going to become a, become a, a bigger a bigger of an issue
0: yeah i think they nailed the the release time frame for this game right? because there there is very little else that's coming out, that kind of competes in this space. Um, let's put aside, I, I talked about this yesterday, but you know, let's put aside Monster Hunter Rise because that mm-hmm. switch, that's an entirely different group of people. It's on the PC later on, right? So yeah, exactly. Next mm. year. Yeah, sure. Okay. There, there is precious little else on that's like coming out now. And I, I think that if Outriders comes out and it works, you know, it, it things aren't, let's say, broken because online games sometimes mm-hmm. have issues. Let's assume that it's a smooth release. I think it yeah. could really blow up in in a yeah. similar way to what, like, Valheim did. A uh, very different game, but just the idea that, you know, it becomes really popular because mm-hmm. it, it kind of comes at the right time. Mm-hmm. And if it, let's quote-unquote, just works, as Todd says, uh, <laughs> I can see this kind of really popping off. But for you, what's, like, the... the uh, the time uh, longevity of this game—do th- you view it being something you're going to be playing like for one month, or maybe you know longer than that? How do you think it, about that? I
1: would say it, it, it really depends because uh, also developers said that depending on the mm, the interest around the game, they might they might do more, they might do DLCs and they okay. might do expansions, uh, just because it's it's a breath of fresh air and it's not a fucking life service like every other right. game like that. One thing I do want to mention is that I'm super impressed by the just um, like their like their clarity when it comes to communication with with their customers. Like they released a demo a month before, which lost them, I would say, a lot of pre-orders, but also gained those pre-orders, some of the other pre-orders. And they are also releasing on Xbox Game Pass, and um, so all these like pro-consumer moves that are out that are literally unheard of from like a triple a because i think it's considered triple a right yeah 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 from a triple a developer that i just um i'm i'm just blown away by and even that clarity of 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 a release um that already speaks to me and i want to support that
0: i agree i i like seeing that even a game like godfall which you know, well, we talked plenty about it. it. It didn't quite land on many aspects, but at least it was, you know, like a complete game they one, let's say. And what was there is what the devs meant to deliver, mm-hmm. you know, it, and it was like a complete package, let's say, uh, in terms of it, it wasn't like piecemeal as many of mm-hmm. these games, you know, they come out as a shell of the game and then they mm-hmm. flesh it out of, over time. So I respect that a great deal. It's one so, of the things as well. For just me. to answer
1: your question, I would say this. This I'm expecting this game to take me um, three months. Three months. Three months, okay. three months, and then basically we'll see where the game is. Um, mm-hmm. I would say within the first week, I'm going to be max level on Devastator, like easily. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I even um, took an extra day off because so this comes out on the 1st of April. 1st and... of April, uh so i took off the first of april and here we also have holidays on the second and the fifth so the long yeah. weekend of, we're gonna all be bawling uh Dude, in, I, in the I'm,
1: <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be hopefully moved already so i'll be i'll be bow that'll
0: be perfect yeah and uh so again people look look for streams from colo as well and hopefully we'll do some co-op streams <laughs> oh, yeah. That'll be a lot of fun, so people can see the different points of view and stuff.
1: And when when we're not streaming, we're usually just hanging out in the Discord, and you like exactly. So you pop a message, hey, Colo, you boosted monkey, get on here and
0: yeah. And uh, we're gonna have a channel in the Discord, so if you're look, if you're looking for people to play with, uh, or watch other people play, that that will also be the place. Mm -hmm. But Colo, before I let you go, do you have any other thoughts on Outriders that you wanted to kind of talk about, or or any anything we didn't? get to
1: um no besides, besides the point that um i really challenge anybody to put themselves out of their comfort zone and try to really play this game with somebody um uh, mm-hmm. be it some be it somebody random or be be it a stranger that you met on online or something like that that's going to be playing this game um i would say that it's going to be a little deep watch out <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> you know in the in the current situation, when it, when it has been more than a year um, um, of a of a pandemic, let's say you know we are we are at the point where um, a lot of the social interactions are you know are not there, and uh, we are we are missing the interaction with people, even even when somebody doesn't feel like they're missing interaction. Day. You <laughs> just jailed Scylla.
0: So. <laughs> I sorry, um, I just sent Scylla to, to jail. It's yes, fine.
1: exactly. Uh sorry about that. But uh yeah, as I was saying, just to recover some of those interactions with, with other human beings and having fun and, and smiling together. Obviously not every interaction is cool, and they're, if they're not cool, kick him in the ass and just move on. Yeah, so just just do just do your best to uh to, to play this with somebody. Or maybe you won't be getting this game, but you, for example, you're playing Valheim. Go you know, go ahead and try to find some people on Reddit or even on Discord of Johnny's Discord. Who There are people who play Valheim on a regular basis. Any game, uh, unless something single-player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, just,
0: I agree. I think this game really pops in multiplayer. It's one of those, <sighs> like... You, you kind of have to... You know, playing The Division single-player was also... You could do it, but why would you? It's like having having Italian food without Parmesan cheese on top. And I know yeah. you're gonna shit on me because of the cheese. Yeah. But listen, <laughs> dude, you gotta. Okay, look, it is how it is. Well, listen, life options. We all know yeah. that uh, you know it's maybe not the 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 healthiest thing, but sometimes you gotta you gotta allow yourself some little treats here and there. I
1: agree. I agree with that.
0: All right, but listen, Colo. Thanks so much for your time, man. Today, I, I think we we really touched on a lot of useful stuff for people on the nu- nutrition part. So I encourage people to try to try to try out some of those tips, man. Because for me, like you know, some of those had a, a real impact.
1: Great. That's good to hear, and I hope that you know, if we helped even one person uh, or or gave them some sort of inspiration, then I think that's job well done.
0: Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, it's a beautiful message to leave it on. Colo, stay well, man. I'll talk to you soon. Thank I you. Appreciate
1: having me on. Thanks for having me. See so much, you next brother. time.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Gamer Life. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, remember to share with your friends and come back every Monday at 9 a.m. UK time for a new episode. You can find all that I do, including streaming, license free music, and much more, at my website, johnnyplays.live. That's J-O-N-N-Y plays.live. And as always, catch you next time.